0: Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 514. Hey, hey. December 8th, 2020. It was on this night 40 years ago that John Lennon was killed. Yeah. We'll play Howard for you in just a moment. Uh, it was 50 degrees on this day on two occasions, 1939 and 1990, and 22 below in 1876.
1: And now, from the mayor's office...
0: That whole intro is wrong. What do you mean? Well, you're the producer, not rookie. Kenny's there every day, not occasionally. Uh Uh, Well, anyway, that's all right. So what you're saying is the
2: intro intro is close enough? It's close enough. Got it.
0: (laughs) Would you, uh, uh, like millions of Americans, I learned of John Lennon's murder uh, from Howard Cosell. Monday Night Football is the Patriots and the Dolphins. And no, I don't know who won. Uh, but this is what the uh, nation heard on the night of December 8th, 1980. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, Rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank. All right, did. thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. How old was Lennon? Forty, maybe? I think forty. Yeah. He'd be 80 years old. Yeah boy oh
2: boy what was the what was the reaction of the country I was only three at the time so I don't I don't shock remember. and dismay and mm. anger but did the uh did the conspiracy theory start to fly I mean as they would in 2020 <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> joking I'm being serious you're
4: right now they'd be all over the place. I don't uh, I don't recall don't any no there was for a brief time somebody uh, about 10 years after said the CIA was involved but obviously
0: that was uh, well after the fact.
2: So it went down the Kennedy route, basically. Yeah.
0: It, but if it did, it was brief. Yeah, very brief, yeah.
2: Right.
1: Nixon was long gone, so yeah, there was no
0: hate or anything from
1: government. And then shortly thereafter, Reagan got hit, right? Was yes. it Yes, more
2: than yeah. a few years Mm-hmm. By the way, the Dolphins won 16 to 13. Good:
0: <laughs> An unidentified St. Anthony, Minnesota resident has received an anonymous letter on Monday chastising them for their Christmas light display. What? The idea of twinkling colorful lights are a reminder of divisions that continue to run through our society a reminder of systemic biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to put up lights of their own. The letter, shared by Crime Watch Minneapolis, reads, We must do work of educating ourselves about the harmful impact an outward-facing display like yours can have. The letter then challenges the resident to respect the dignity of all people while striving to learn from differences, ideas, and opinions of neighbors. We must come together collectively and challenge these institutional inequities, the letter concludes. St. Anthony is a community welcoming of all people, and we must demand better for ourselves. (laughs) the woke are killing this country
1: the Reverend Timothy Christopher got involved in this and he was rightfully outraged and I think it was on his feed I'm not 100% but I think it was on his feed where either he or somebody suggested that we need to pool our financial resources and set up like a Las Vegas style light show display along with music and lasers and the whole thing and just really go over the top at
0: this house Uh, by the way the letter was anonymous yeah
1: yeah Yeah, but i could see i could see a few of my neighbors penning the same thing you know the the woke folk on the other end of the block yeah of course i I, I have a
0: completely different take on it well how could you well i don't think it's real what I think it's some smart ass who said, "Watch this" to his girlfriend or his buddies or whatever. Watch the attention I'll get by sending an anonymous letter, and he's getting it because it's on every website in the country.
2: Hmm. So you're I saying that this uh, is a uh, the a, a St. Olaf College deal all over again? What is that? Uh, remember the gal that? Yeah. Claimed no, it, I, yeah. I
0: I I think that this is so preposterous that it's somebody that's having a terrible bit of a laugh. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, yeah,
1: this should be we, this should be a game, real or woke. <laughs> yeah, real
2: or woke. I think it's. I don't think it's real. You know, you, that's a really? decent point because nothing. If it's discovered that he did make it up, it's it's not like he, he'll be in trouble. Unlike right. the St. Olaf gal. Yeah,
0: yeah. It. It. We live in a time now when you can't believe anything. Hey, boy. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's my job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh. we, we live our lives in Garage Logic, this mythical town we've created. And unfortunately, the real world keeps coming into our town and we have to handle yeah. it and we have to we have to getting deal off with the it. freeway they're getting off the freeway and they're finding us and it's been wearing terribly, their
1: masks in their cars and discombobulating the, the stink eye <laughs>
0: but i think we also live in a time of such uh, available platforms and media platforms and social media and what have you that this this i will not be shocked at all if this is a bit that somebody did this is a bit and said watch what happens when i do this Watch, watch the world reaction. And, and they're getting, it's on every bleeping website in the country. So
1: you don't think there's any sort of political, aspir- uh, pil- uh, what am I saying, political point of view behind it? What point would he be trying to prove? Or, or you just think
0: he's having a bit of a laugh? I think he's having a laugh, if it's a he. Uh, oh. Every cliche in the book he throws in there, if it's a he. Every cliche in the book.
1: That's true. That, that is true. He touched them all. But now his, his,
4: there's a picture of his house that's been printed. I, I saw a photo of the no, house. No, that's, that's a photo with lights. That's the house he's writing about. Right. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: But Joe is saying the letter came from within that house. No, he no. Wrote, no, no, no,
0: no, no. no. Wait, no the Hi, letter man. apparently came from someone in the neighborhood to the decorator's house. Right, and the, decorator, the house that's pictured. Right, the decorator opens the letter, and then he, the, the homeowner decides to share this, uh, I guess with Crime Watch Minneapolis, and from there it just, uh, what's the word? It went, viral. it went viral. But you're saying the decorator himself wrote the letter. No, I'm no. not saying that, No. No, I'm saying someone in the neighborhood said to his friends, "Watch this. Oh, Watch what happens."
1: Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I misread you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. okay. Well, that actually makes more sense to me now. Now that you've laid it out in front of me, <laughs> <laughs> a
0: little slow today, Kenny. Yeah, because if if there is a if there is a neighbor in that neighborhood that mentally ill, that's just a despondent thought <laughs> oh god yeah
1: you know now that i give it you might be right suge mm-hmm.
0: of course i am i'm the mayor <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know you were going to be this right today I didn't, did you didn't know i was going to be correct for a change no it's just so silly it's just so silly and captures every cliche of the woke industry i i just i hope i'm right i hope i'm right because the alternative is you got people this
2: ill living amongst us but see that's it's, the part i can't get past because i yeah i do think that someone would do that
1: yeah because such i read their quotes in the meeting they attended uh, last week with the minneapolis city council i mean there's people in the town that don't want
0: police well if this is real then it it goes a long way to explaining why we vote in the people we do
2: well, right, yeah, exactly. I mean, if yeah. this if this took place out in you know Stearns County, I wouldn't believe it. I'm rooting
0: for this to be Kelsey or Jordy or you know. <laughs> Rook, Rook. <laughs> it's amazing, fellas. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with someone's having a laugh. I hope you're right. Me too, because they captured. Uh, they captured every stupid cliche in the book about inequities and affordability of lights. And
1: I've heard the woke rant and rail, uh, and that's how they sound. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they're real
0: people. They're walking among us. Well, what would they want then? What kind of society do they want? Let's, let's play along. I'll, I'll, I'll give it, let's say this, it's real. Somebody actually believes that.
2: What society do they want? Joe, have you, are you familiar with the video? I, I think Terry sent it to you as well, but the video of the teacher outside of the demonstration? Yes. That, that's the kind of person that would write that letter.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that video. Ooh, it's it's haunting. Alarming. She is
2: an elementary school teacher. It's mm-hmm.
0: alarming. Yeah. And she was complaining about the uh, people, what? Uh, they
2: were protesting. Masks? or? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was a COVID protest. It might have been. Maybe a lockdown protest. I can't remember exactly what it was.
0: Okay, so you look across the street, and your your across-the-street neighbor has put up Christmas lights. And you, you find them so problematic, you write a letter to that person complaining about them because it violates all the rules of wokeness. Well, what society does that person want? What society does that person want to live in? No religion. No, yep, yep. No conservatives. Imagine there's no heaven. I, I was just oh, going to oh, do oh, I, the wasn't, same thing. I wasn't
1: going to go there <laughs> uh,
0: on this day of oh. all days, but yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't want to live in that world. No. I don't want to live in the world, if this is real, envisioned by whoever wrote that. But I don't want to live in
2: that world. But the unfortunate reality is that there are less people like us that think that way than there used to be because we're not woke. The idea of twinkling colorful
0: lights are a reminder of divisions that continue to run through our society. Well, A, no they're not. A reminder of systemic biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to put up lights of their own. We must do work of educating ourselves about the harmful impact an outward-facing display like yours can have. You must comply, comrade. Mm-hmm. We all need the same. We can
1: live off the same. The
2: only time I ever got mad at a neighbor for Christmas lights was my guy Ryan across the street put his off, you know, the day after Halloween, and I walked over and I said, What are you doing? No, I'm going to have to do this tomorrow. you Now, use the Ditto one. I love the guys who yeah, put up Ditto.
0: great. <laughs> same. With an arrow pointing yeah, to the right, number. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got the 10 grand display up, and you just get a little sign that says Ditto with some lights around it and point the arrow at that yeah, the guy's, guy's got house. Got the
2: didn't, Clark Griswold set up, and then <laughs> yep, right. uh, D- same didn't as Didn't Roycey
1: hire a guy? He was doing ads for a guy. Holiday lights. Yeah. Made Holiday
2: easy lights, yeah.
0: made easy. <laughs>
2: they'll come to you you know the best part about that uh, he had the guy come over and he called me oh, this is a couple years ago he says hey ravers i said yes sir he goes what's a cheater i go oh god because that's what he needed apparently a for- cheater plug yeah he needed one and he didn't know how what can it you was. live to his age and not know what a cheater plug <laughs> he is called me to ask. i'm at ho- or i think he was at frats and he goes i need one of these what is it <laughs>
0: Is that the one where you can plug it in multiple areas? No, it's, no it goes it, from a
2: three-prong to a two-prong.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, it was so funny.
0: You're scaring me, Joe. You're yeah. scaring me. Yeah. Well, I'm going to you know be. Who's a, I'm going to be terribly you know, honest with you. Yeah. I've never heard that term. What? I've never have not heard oh. that term. A cheater oh. plug. Oh God.
4: Oh God, help me.
1: <laughs> oh. I I think I think I quit. I think. I, <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I can't take it. Just well, What
0: would I what would I have been calling it all my life cuz I've never been short the of what I need? All hours
1: that you spend hanging out bugging the locals at the Knack hardware yeah. and you don't know what a cheater is?
2: I don't. Wow. I have to be terribly honest I, with you. I, I think this, I've never heard the term. This is the first time I've introduced something that that I had knowledge of that you did not. You're, that has to you're be you're a trying first.
1: to make me mad. You are trying to <laughs> you're trying to make me mad. Well, what what is it? Seriously. This, you know what? This shouldn't be surprise me um, coming from a guy that stabbed the side of the caulk tube with a nail. That's a good point. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, explain it to me. Okay. You've got a three-prong plug, you know, the two normal ones and the ground plug in the bottom, right? Right, right. Plug in your battery charger.
0: But you've got an old-school outlet that doesn't have a ground hole, a ground Ah, hole. so you just buy the cheater, and then you can plug in the ground
1: Uh, Joe, how do you not have 800 of these in your possession? I realize you live in a newer house and everything's (laughs) grounded, but most normal Americans have anywhere from 1 to 20 of them in the junk drawer. Well, now, uh, now
0: that you mention it, Kenny, now that you mention it, I can picture in my mind's eye, in my tool chest, there's a couple of them
2: imagine how many was used just on the uh the christmas story light fixture alone where he's trying to plug in the lamp to the (laughs) he's got to have about 100 of them just in that one outlet
0: okay Uh, i just didn't i i just didn't know they were called cheaters but i've got i've got a handful of them
4: it was always three pronger into two pronger that's all i've ever known it as okay as long as you know so john you're on my team Yeah, I'd I'd never heard the expression
0: cheater plug. Okay, Okay. either of us. But as long as you know what they are, you're off the hook. Oh, God, yes. I've used them all my life. I just shouldn't call them cheater plugs. You know,
2: with my First wealth... I was opening up the want ads to look for own. a new job. <laughs> I, I'm sensing a, uh, a a sponsorable bit here with my wealth of knowledge, Joe, that I can pass on to you. Maybe this becomes kind of a daily thing. Uh, no, why don't you do what you're supposed to do for a change? You know what, Such? Let me read you an <laughs> email. Yes. Wait a second, Such. Before you do that, in today's
1: business section, there's a big story about Greg and Betsy Amundsen, Uh, who created a caulk substitute that fills gaps. And it's a roll of this InstaTrim stuff that you can use to fill gaps instead of piercing the side of a caulking (laughs) tube and getting it all over everywhere. And I thought, you know what? You know who should do endorsements for this company? Mr. Joe Mm -hmm. (laughs) Souchere.
0: Hail the honking king. Hail Hail you. you. Yesterday's podcast, 7 December, highlighted the new record for honking. I did some googling trying to find where the joke came from. Did you know the story about Great Grandpa and the horseradish, aside from being highlighted on the old Hollywood Square show, was also in a book? The writer of the Herb Society of America's Essential Guide to Horseradish also uses the George Goebbels story as a humorous aside on page 33. I think as an attempt to show that the horseradish can be humorous as well as spicy. Either way, I thought I'd share that tidbit. Thanks and keep pushing back. P.S. Uh-oh. Where do I sign up to get my MP3 file of the honking? Turkey season will be in full effect when I return from deployment, and I think it'll work great to call in the toms and hens. Nick in Kuwait. You've got to get that available to people. Uh-huh. How difficult could it be?
2: It's not. Uh, we're just trying to... Fu-
0: don't so- give me this one day no, closer. No, BS. I'm not going
2: to give you that. Uh, all right, I'm making this a top priority. Well, that doesn't <laughs> mean much. <laughs> uh, all right, got her. Wrote it down. I even underlined it. Honking. Well, how about this? Is there some money to be made here? That's what. That's the angle I'm. I'm. I'm looking at. I mean, Nick's serving in Kuwait. I'm not charging him. He gets a free honk. Sure. But which one do we use now? Because the one that Kenny mentioned the other day is not the record honk. The well one I think that we you gotta go with the record. The one that we played yesterday is the record but honk.
1: No, but the one we want though is the clean one. Oh, that's true. We want the clean one where it's just him and none of us. Um. And that is really clean, and I swear that would call in a coyote for
2: from ten miles out. <laughs> you want this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Every time. <laughs> and I just love the, the origin of it, too. You're in the middle of a show, and Rookie wants you to turn on Maury Povich. Quick. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> At EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake from now until Christmas. They're going to offer all GLers an additional $200 off the year-end sale prices of all Bentelli scooters and e-bikes wow. in stock. Popstar and Rockstar 750-watt fat tire electric bikes at the lowest price ever of 1299 dollars Mention GL, they're going to throw in a GarageLogic podcast sticker for your garage wall with every bike or scooter sold while their supply lasts. Great Yamaha clothing on sale, 20% off through Christmas. And there is a few spots left for scooter or electric bike storage. I got to go with the fat tire. I got to get out there and talk to Kayla about a fat a fat tire. Because the one that got stolen from me yep. by the kid in Chicago, that was a narrow tire. I think I'd be better off on a fat tire. So I got I to gotta go look at the fat tires because uh, I got news for you. This is the best price you're ever going to see on these things. This is at EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 61. Where else? It's right uh town in uh downtown Forest Lake. A few spots left for storage. A few spots left for storage. Check that out and uh check out the great recreational equipment for young people. Youth snowmobiles and ATVs, all those great scooters that turn errands into adventures, the electric bikes, the clothing, the apparel, the great service. It's really a one-stop uh, uh, Center for recreational equipment. They do a great job, and GLers, you're really being favored now. Uh, from now until Christmas, all GLers get an additional 200 bucks off the year-end sale prices of all Bentelli scooters and e-bikes in stock. That's at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61
2: in downtown Forest Lake. Hey, it's Reavers for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Do you know what you own? Well, Josh Arnold's clients know what they own, and he has found that most people that he meets with every day, they don't know. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. There are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Know what you own. And you're going to hear later today in GL about some very interesting news as it relates to fast food and chicken, and also some big news on Howard Stern as well. Trust is often overused and even harder to find. Please take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for a free 48-minute financial consultation. Yes, free. Give him a call at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe
0: Sujurek.
1: This might be the most GL school in the entire country. Talking about the American Institute for Non-Destructive Testing. It's the answer to the mystery and the failed academy all in one. Everything you you want to know, it can be found right on the website, trainingndt.com. With a 92% placement rate, the jobs, well, they're not only waiting, they actually come to you in the final days of the course. The institute is housed in a brand-new 16,000-square-foot facility right in the heart of Gumption County, but you don't have to show up for classes until you've completed six months of uh, online studies. Then comes the three weeks in class while housed in a really nice hotel up in the Brainerd area and that's when you're gonna meet with and hopefully get hooked up with any one of the many many companies that roll into town just to interview and hire students. Those companies they're looking to hire techs to uh, non-destructively test components and parts that are A either about to go into service or b they've been in service but they need testing to assure the quality and continued usefulness everything from i don't know tiny little smart uh, small parts to bridges and aerospace components you name it everything else you can possibly imagine now your tuition that not only includes housing so there's no worries about loan payments for uh, students uh, that qualify until 90 days after graduation and don't worry, you're going to make enough to where it. it's not going to break your bank. These are great, great growth opportunities in an industry that's just fantastic. You have to check out the website again, trainingndt.com. I'm telling you, it's a real eye opener. I'm. It's the exact I,
0: opposite of what? the failed academy
1: why am I sitting here doing this when I right. should be doing
0: training at DT.com? Right.
1: i got to be honest. If you're in radio or doing a <laughs> podcast and you need to get out, this is it. It's interesting and fun.
0: Why and don't we just show the, up as a group and all sign up at the same time? <laughs> your, there we go. earning
1: <laughs> potential. You'll make more than two of us on this show make in a year. It's amazing. And you're not going to have a lifetime of loan payments to pay off. You owe it to yourself to check out the American Institute of Non- Destructive testing again. Training dot
4: com. Mr. Height. Thank you, Joe. This update brought to you by Fratalone's Ace Hardware and Garden Store. Minneapolis City Council Budget Committee approved amendments to the proposed twenty twenty-one budget from the safety for all budget plan that was proposed by a number of council members. Those amendments would redirect seven point seven million dollars meant for the police department to quote other approaches to preventing violence and building community well-being safety for all can you imagine, Joe, us, all of us as a group? Hey, the Garage Logic gang
1: is here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sign yeah. us up. We need a new gig. Right. <laughs> the podcast
0: is done. <laughs>
4: We're your problem now. Yeah.
0: Anyways, pass,
4: sorry, John. It's all right. If passed, the Safety for All budget plan would redirect some emergency calls to other departments, build a non police mental health crisis response and violence prevention programming in the city. It was uh, authored by three council members, Steve Fletcher, Lisa Bender, and Philippe Cunningham. Uh, According to Cunningham, it's, quote, our duty to protect the people of Minneapolis and our current public safety system fails to do so. The Safety for All budget plan will keep the residents of our city safer by meeting the urgent safety needs in our city, while also laying a path toward much-needed transformation in our public safety system. The city council will hold another public hearing on the proposed budget Wednesday. After that hearing, the council will debate and vote on the final passage of the budget. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry issued a statement after the vote saying he is actively considering a veto of
0: that. These people are not qualified to reimagine anything, much less a police department. You have to keep in mind what we've learned over the summer. These are people with no experience in the real world. These are people with no experience in law, no experience in finance, no experience in hiring and firing, no experience in providing paychecks for people, no experience in anything. The only thing they have experience in is BS. And they're bringing BS to the table in Minneapolis to help further destroy that city.
1: Mm -hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, uh, Joe, with the weak mayoral
0: system, (laughs) his veto is basically meaningless, right? He can be, uh, his veto can be overrided by a supermajority of the 13 council members. Yeah. And the vote was 11 to two. So Mm -hmm. that would probably happen. Best
4: of Mm
2: -hmm. luck
0: to you, Minneapolis. I read the comments, uh, in the star tribune story today. Why did you do that to yourself? (laughs) No, on this topic, on this story of the uh, police, uh, apparently losing uh, budget money and, uh, I'll tell you who's going to have to be the most alarmed. Forget the restaurants. They're going to go out of business. But the comments, there were 400 comments, and I didn't read them all, but I read enough to get the flavor of them, and it was people who I found believable saying, look, we're not coming down there anymore. You know, it used to be fun to go to the loon and then walk over and see a ball game. We're not going to take the chance of getting carjacked. We're not going to take the chance of getting robbed, and we're not going to take the chance of being beaten up. We're not coming downtown Minneapolis anymore. And I think that really, who's got to be worried? Are the Twins, for example? Yep. Uh, the Timberwolves, uh, not the Vikings, so much. That's just a once-a-week deal. Uh, but it's funny that they, you bring they, this Minneapolis up. Minneapolis envisioned itself as this you know it was the city where mary tyler moore threw her hat in the air and they they were successfully playing europe and developing a cafe society and pushing sustainable living by converting old warehouses into multi-million dollar condos on and on and on and on and And it's gone it's gone in less than one year it's funny i know know, we joe we
1: know a certain hothead that Lives out in Carver and used to work downtown Minneapolis, and he's been preaching about this, uh, much to our dismay, for years and years. Yep. And it turns out that hothead is one hundred percent right, even more so now. And it's which is unusual. Thank you, right. John. Thank
2: you. Well, but but honestly, you know, I went from someone that you know we would routinely, obviously, this is before kids, we would go is out downtown. Town, no, not at all. But just to right. see the the rapid decline in that city, you know. it's it's. It's honestly, it's so sad. Because it's yeah. in the hands of essentially
0: children, and I do not say that lightly. Yeah. Children, in the sense that they have not developed uh, a wider view of what public life must be like. They're not even responsive. Lisa Bender's not even responsive to people. They live in their own bubble, and they're, they're bringing about mayhem because they think they're doing the right thing.
1: And not only do they not work for us like they're supposed to they don't even listen to us
4: and the sad part of that is uh, people who live there keep electing them and will continue to i'm assuming don't you think i mean i don't see any change which takes
0: us back to the letter real or not about somebody complaining about christmas lights that person if that's real i can easily see that person voting for the likes of jeremiah ellison or philippe cunningham or lisa bender you know, it's a shame. Omar. Just a shame. What yeah. should
2: really happen, and you mentioned it, Joe, but the, the likes of Jim Polad and Ziggy Wilf and Glenn Taylor, they need to get in front of these people and say, what are you doing?
0: You give them, you're, you're inspiring in me an interesting thought, because I've, I've mentioned this before, that what, what urban centers used to have was what I called a brotherhood. Uh, guys who were invested in the community and uh, had pride in the community and had the ear of mayors and council people. So if things started to get out of hand, the Brotherhood was there to, to try to put, restore some order. And it strikes me now is you could still have a Brotherhood because you just named them, Ziggy and the Polads and what have you. The Brotherhood did not speak out anymore because they will, no. they, they, they will, be, they will be risking ridicule. There'll be risk cancellation they'll be risking cancellation you're right the brotherhood doesn't talk anymore they yeah. don't exert their power fo- their power they don't exert their influence and there's nothing wrong with their money having influence it's what built the city in the first place yeah. and now they're silent what is Jim Polak going to do when uh, we're first uh, if we're allowed to go back to ball games and the crime doesn't get under control what in God's name is he going to do yeah. you can't survive on an audience of 4800
2: people per game. No, they discovered that this last year by not having any fans. They need that money.
1: Right. So what happens to the stadium? I mean,
2: can he, in theory, bail and go to no, they the have Eden a, Prairie they or have whatever? No. They have. A, yeah. I think it's a 30-year lease that started in 2010.
4: In St. Hmm. Paul... A 14-year-old boy who was a passenger in a stolen car has died after he was gravely injured when the car crashed. Mm. Police found the teen in the middle of a North End Street. Paramedics took him to Regent's Hospital and he died. A Toyota Camry was stolen about 8 a.m. Friday. The owner had left it running on Atwater Street between Farrington and Gaultier Streets and stepped a short distance away to talk to somebody. When he looked over his shoulder, he saw someone getting inside his car and driving away. 8 o'clock Police. in the morning,
2: did you say? hmm
4: Police spotted the vehicle about five in the afternoon Monday and they began to turn around to investigate, but the car sped off as the officers did not pursue. The driver crashed into a vehicle at Rice Street and Ivy Avenue, causing minor damage. The uh, witnesses said the car at that point kept going and was speeding. At Rose Avenue and Sylvan Street, the driver hit a light pole. The vehicle flipped on its side. 14-year-old was ejected from the car. Uh, police searched for two people who were in the car and had run away. They found them, the 16-year-old driver on Geranium Avenue and a 14-year-old passenger hiding behind two dumpsters in a nearby alley. He had pills in his pocket, was arrested for possessing them. The investigation Jesus. in that accident is ongoing.
1: Heard an alarming story from a buddy of mine in the South Minneapolis last Friday when I was down there about A lady that was backing out of her garage down around the Nokomis area, and uh, her car was carjacked by four 14-year-old girls who made it only blocks away before they crashed and ran. And it occurs to me that these kids that are doing these carjackings,
2: they don't even know how to drive. That's right. They do not know how to drive. Yep. So, John, back to the story you're reading. It's an, yeah. I'm not trying to make light of a 14 year old kid losing his life, but 8 a.m. on a Friday, I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't distance learning. Yeah. I mean, it's not your, working. Other Put these other kids things. back in school.
0: That's why I've always said I've never feared carjacking. If, if I'm in one of my British cars, because these idiots wouldn't get 10 feet. They can't <laughs> even drive a clutch.
2: Mosk said they'd yeah. burn out your clutch, though. Right. <laughs>
4: Star Tribune reporting a Mendota Heights High School will no longer be named after Henry Sibley, the state state of Minnesota's first governor. Uh, After thinking about it for more than a month, the West St. Paul Mendota Heights Egan School Board voted to rename the school on Monday. Uh, Sibley, whose Mendota home is a state historical site, was tapped to command troops in the U.S.-Dakota War. He established the Military Commission that in 1862 sentenced 303 Dakota men to death. 38 of them were hanged in Mankato. Staff from the Historical Society gave presentations to the school board about Sibley's life, and the school district's American Indian liaison collected feedback on the name from American Indian students and parents. I'm,
0: sh- I'm sh- shocked that it took this long.
4: Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, it's, as- it's
1: just, it's going to have to be the start, Joe, because there's a lot of cities, streets, and counties in this mm-hmm. state named for people of, uh, you know, from the 1800s that did Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And that was the mentality of almost everybody in the United States at that point. I mean, you're going to have to look long and hard to find somebody pure of heart um, from 200 100 to 200 years ago.
4: Uh, as of this recording, we know Governor Walz is set to address his plans for a vaccine rollout in Minnesota later Tuesday. Uh, health officials have said that health care workers and long-term care residents would be among the first to get the shots in the state. The state is lining up with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's guidance on who should get it first. A three-phase approach. State health care workers and those in long-term care facilities will be first. The second phase will include people who are most at risk for serious complications. And the third phase includes the general population. If the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approves the vaccine, Americans could start getting vaccinated as early as next week. But even so, the governor warns the state is still far from getting back to normal. The Pfizer vaccine has a federal hearing on Thursday that could give it the green light. Moderna's is set for a week later.
2: Joe, did you see the story that Jordy sent, by the way? Which one? (laughs) I'm sorry, but the Babylon Bee is about to uh, uh, surpass the onion, in my opinion. But um, they have a story, Joe, on uh, Mm -hmm. the Secret Service is putting the finishing touches on Biden's new presidential scooter, Chair Force One. (laughs) 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 That's fire! That's pretty good.
4: (laughs) Don't you you think a
1: healthy skepticism... About the effectiveness uh, and the long-term effects of the virus is, is probably a a good, healthy thing to have. I mean, this thing's been pushed through pretty quick.
2: Very quick <laughs>
1: compared to others. Yeah, yeah well, do that's... You
2: see, go ahead, Kenny. Sorry. Uh,
1: a, a doctor skeptical of vaccines is a, going to be the lead witness at a Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee hearing uh, today.
0: You want to hear from our own Scott from Invergrove, who signs off never afraid and always pushing back? Yeah, lay it on me. Today marks day 18 of my first noticing COVID-19 symptoms. As noted previously, my dance with the COVID-19 virus has been an eye-opening journey that I don't care to travel anytime in the future. It has been a deeply humbling experience that has made me savor what so many take for granted the joy of feeling healthy. The last residual symptom I am experiencing is what Dr. Osterholm called brain fog, or as I describe it, feeling as if you have had a couple of beers and your head just feels a bit off. Sadly, my 70-year-old father is on day 7 of his COVID journey and has spent several days in the hospital. Yet another friend of mine, who is 68, has been in the hospital on a ventilator for about a week, and I'm not sure if this chap will make it. What is utterly perplexing is that both these gentlemen did not go out. They were super careful with their mask wearing. They were. They went to the store grudgingly and only during off-peak hours, yet they both managed to become infected. The experts need to explain how this is happening. Both Dr. Osterholm and Dr. Jensen, Scott Jensen, who we had on yesterday, he was great, made very valid points, each coming from different sides of the equation. I concur with Dr. Osterholm that without an effective vaccine, the misery will continue and it is my hope that people will voluntarily take the vaccine despite the risks. However, I also concur with Dr. Jensen on questioning the true effectiveness of masks. After all, more people are wearing masks than at any point since the pandemic started, yet infections are skyrocketing, with no downturn in sight. As he so eloquently stated, containing the virus with a mask is like trying to stop a golf ball being thrown through a large French door. Joe, I'm a believer that this virus is one of the worst viruses we've had to deal with, and my heart breaks for every single individual who has suffered or perished from this nasty pathogen. No matter, I still believe that it is critical that we hold our leaders accountable for these tramplings of our freedoms and liberties. Thus far, they've only managed to destroy countless small businesses, put our children farther behind educationally, and widen the divide between those who can afford to be locked down and those who cannot. Scott from Invergrove. Email. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get it I was on a radio show in Chicago this morning And, oh, the, yeah. host, and the host asked me uh, If I would get a vaccine And I said hell yes I'll, I'll, I'll get one And they said oh you will well, well that's your choice I think they come from the opposite uh, view That I might have on vaccines hmm. I've never been an anti-vaccine guy hmm. I grew up in the age of polio And smallpox and chickenpox And the measles and Never got any one of them well,
1: nor nor am I, but I am a bit concerned that, it, you know, it, it hasn't taken the normal amount of time to develop and research.
0: Everything I read from people who have taken it say that uh, there's been some mild discomfort, but nothing they didn't recover from in one day. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. They did
4: uh, start in Great Britain, giving them today, and the second fellow who took it, did you see his mm-hmm. name? I did. William Shakespeare. Yeah. Wow. What are the
2: odds? Same guy. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, Chris, same, same, the same guy.
2: guy.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of coronavirus, uh, another one of uh, President Trump's lawyers apparently has tested positive. Uh, this time it's Jenna Ellis, who spent the last few weeks crisscrossing the country with Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani had been taken to the hospital over the weekend with COVID. Last week they were both in Arizona on Monday and Tuesday, Michigan on Wednesday, and Georgia on Thursday. Uh, on Friday night, Axios is reporting she was at an East Wing Christmas party uh re- giving rise to fears that there could be another super spreader event back to the trace back to the white house however Ms. Ellis has not confirmed the news and instead uh, she went on twitter and she mocked axios for the reporting that they had done hmm. so that's where that is the 135th anniversary of the saint paul winter carnival set to take place in january the say boys be- say yeah, i'm sorry to yeah, interrupt yeah, I, uh-huh, i've got yeah, to address
0: yeah. uh, someone at the door Uh, there's no one here to do it. So uh, carry on without me. All right. we just let
1: the Jehovah Witnesses stand out No,
0: it's (laughs) not them. I need to do this. (laughs)
1: I
2: need to do this. (laughs) I need
4: to do this. this. (laughs) It's a package. He doesn't want it stolen. You know what I do love, though, is
2: every time he does remove the headset, he does give it the Royce treatment at the State Fair where he slams slams it down on the the table. (laughs) Ah, this segment is Um, over. John, there's a good (laughs)
1: chance that I might not have been paying attention to whatever story you were in the middle of. The
4: the 135th anniversary of the Winter Carnival, St. Paul, oh, okay. yeah. takes place in January. The run-up began Saturday with a virtual party to reveal the four designs that will be featured on this year's Buttons. Uh, the 2021 buttons encompassing the Winter Carnival logo feature colorful winter designs by Minneapolis artist, muralist, and screen painter Adam Turman. Uh, one features a tribute to classic outdoor activities, including ice fishing, hockey, and children building a snowman. Other features carnival characters on sleds, while a third design has them racing on, you'll like this, Kenny, snowmobiles. Yeah. The fourth fourth button depicts the St. Paul skyline mm-hmm. in a tribute to the city that's hosted the festival since 1886. Uh, souvenir buttons come with a schedule of this year's main attractions, activities, and new events. Uh, the 2021 Winter Carnival buttons are available for purchases of $5 each or 19 for the collector's pack of all four. They'll be selling them. Ooh, you save a whole conference. dollar, huh? So, so this
1: is where i would chime in if Such were here i'd chime in and say something like well the i-500 used to be a part of the uh winter carnival and it ran from canada down through uh, minnesota and ended in st paul and this is where joe would say i covered that race once and it was the only (laughs) event that i didn't see i saw him leave in the morning i saw him come back in the afternoon (laughs) but i didn't see it (laughs) <laughs> so
2: I think they really missed an opportunity here with the uh, the oddness uh. of this year's Winter Carnival. You know what they should have done is kind of had each button, you know, signify you know, current events. So you could have had the carjacking button and uh, maybe you could have had <laughs> brilliant. the lockdown oh, that's button. Bril-
1: that's brilliant, Chris. Empty schoolroom
2: button, you know.
4: <laughs> the full cabinet and ever growing <laughs> right. cabinet button. That's what they should have done. <laughs> that's uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, today, is the safe harbor deadline that requires Congress to accept state-certified election results, a day that takes any mystery out of who won the election but the Trump campaign legal team says they will keep fighting on anyway January 6th the date that Congress counts the votes of state delegates is the actual date according to Trump uh, senior legal advisor Jenna Ellis Uh, Other than Wisconsin, every state has met the deadline. By the end of the day, Tuesday, today, every state expected to make its election results official. 306 electoral votes being awarded to uh, to President-elect Biden, 232 to President Trump. It's called a safe harbor provision because it's uh, kind of an insurance policy by which a state can lock in its electoral votes by finishing up certification of the results and any state court legal challenges by congressionally imposed deadline, which this year is Tuesday,
2: today. John, did you. Uh, have you, Has your tune changed at all about uh, voting fraud at all over the weekend? Not at all. Why?
4: Hmm. The, so In you fact, did, the story you brought up Thursday was proven within four hours to be false, but no. did uh, The Georgia one? Sure it
2: was.
0: Reavers, yes, uh, did I Hold include on.
2: John? Joe's back. I, I, yeah, I'm I
0: sorry back. for that interruption. That's okay. I apologize
1: john were you included in an email i sent out last night uh, to uh, reavers and joe about army retired army colonel phil waldron no uh he did some testifying last week about well he testified about georgia and they poo-pooed everything he said about that but the stuff uh he said about pennsylvania was rather alarming and very interesting and i tried to research it this morning and you can't get a straight answer on the internet it's either far left or far right and there's nothing in between you can't even find facts anymore on the internet it's really irritating but i'll i'll send you that email and i want you to watch this it's about 10 minutes of video of his testimony from uh, last
4: week that is really interesting more interesting, I hope, than the Georgia thing with Chris. John. <laughs>
2: okay, then what well. about the other one where the gal is is again? The the problem is, John. Yes. I know it's probably not as rampant as we as we think it is, but how yes. can you deny a video of a woman stashing a USB drive and then handing it off to somebody else? Come on!
4: Well, I, I didn't see
2: that. It's one. in plain I sight. Confess.
4: And the stuff you know, that Colonel,
1: uh, retired Colonel Phil Waldron said, he, he, he says repeatedly that this stuff needs forensic investigation, but it's not being allowed. So, you know, you can only say so much and, and submit so much information, but you have to back it up with, you know, forensic in, uh, information regarding the voting machines and the vote count and everything else, and that's not being allowed
0: isn't this the drop dead date today it is that's yeah, yeah that's yeah, the story that's that led to this
4: argument we're about ready to choke john <laughs> you guys are such conspiracy buffs I well like there's, it. uh moving there's right something,
1: along there's
2: something going on i mean come on
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay thanks john Retire- you have to okay hold on you you do have <laughs> to admit that part of this is because of uh, the absentee balloting, right? You have to admit that that's, that's part of why I, it has become so easy to believe that this is taking I, place. I'll tell you what I think
4: 90% of it's due to the fella pushing it. That's what I think. And you know who that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send Bob send those letters. <laughs> send those cards and letters. Okay, let me move right along. Let's here. do that retired air force brigadier here's a real hero okay Mm. air force brigadier general charles chuck yeager the world war ii fighter pilot ace and quintessential test pilot who showed he had the right stuff when, in 1947 he became the first person to fly faster than sound has died chuck yeager was 97 years old Uh, Jim Bridenstine, NASA administrator, said Yeager's death is a tremendous loss to our nation. (laughs) Yeager is from a small town in the hills of West Virginia, flew for more than 60 years, including piloting an X-15 to near 1,000 miles an hour in 2002 at the
0: age of 79. Never seen in public without his wheelbarrow. (laughs) Uh, in his
4: autobiography called simply Jaeger I haven't yet done everything he said this is in 1985 but by the time I'm finished I won't have missed much if I auger in tomorrow it won't be with a frown on my face I've had a ball on October 14, 1947, Jaeger, then a 24-year-old captain, pushed an orange bullet-shaped Bell X-1 rocket plane past 660 miles an hour to break the sound barrier. At the time, that was a daunting aviation milestone. They weren't sure at the time. They thought perhaps the uh, airplane might fall apart. Uh, Jaeger's feat was kept top secret for about a year when the world thought the British had broken the sound barrier first. His exploits were told in Tom Wolfe's book, The Right Stuff, And the 1983 film, and if you've never seen that film, you should watch it. Or read the
0: book. Two days before he was scheduled to fly the X-1, Jaeger fell off a horse and broke his ribs. Fearing the flight surgeon would ground him, he found a local veterinarian who was willing to tape him up.
1: Wow! (laughs) As
0: I say, never seen without his wheelbarrow. A vet. That's fantastic. Uh, Played
4: brilliantly by Sam Shepard in the film, by the way. The little Mm -hmm. Sam Shepard. Uh, On Monday, the Universal Music Publishing Group announced it had signed a landmark deal to buy Bob Dylan's entire songwriting catalog. I was shocked when I saw this story. What may be the biggest acquisition ever of the music publishing rights of a single songwriter? It'll cover his entire career from his earliest tunes to his latest album, Rough and Rowdy Ways. Uh, Dylan79, he has long controlled the vast majority of his own songwriting copyrights. No price disclosed, but it's yeah. estimated the deal's probably worth about $300 million. Wow.
2: What's shocking about it, Chris? Well, the fact that yeah. he's been so uh, protective of his brand, right, for his uh, well, entire he's- career.
4: But he's used it for ads. I mean, they've, they've plenty yeah, that's ads. True. Dylan that's songs. True. What does
0: this mean, yeah. John? That his that Universal now has the right to do anything they want with his that, music.
4: That's correct. Universal now controls all of the work, and he won't have any veto power on how the songs are used. However, uh, Universal insisted it would be only tasteful use of his music. Whatever you know, mm-hmm. whatever they.
1: So are are we going to get like a disco mix of Highway
4: 61 and (laughs) Tangled Up in Blue, maybe used as a sample on a rap song? Uh, Maybe. Uh, We did have, uh, let's see, uh, there was a list of ads here. I I just wrote them down quick. Uh, Richie Haven's rendition of the Times Are Changing was in a, a accounting firm spot, Cooper's and Lee Brand. Um, he did a Victoria's Secret spot in 2004. He's also uh, let his music be used with Apple ads, Cadillac, Pepsi, and IBM. And then two years ago, remember, he uh, launched his own whiskey brand, Heaven's Door, where obviously they that's also right. used. His what was music the other brand, odd
2: thing so. he does, John? He, doesn't he make? Uh, He's a blacksmith. That's it. Yeah, that's what it was. He does.
4: Yeah. Uh, he does all kinds of things. He paints. He does sculptures.
2: Well, 300 well, mil ain't gonna hurt him any.
4: Uh, no, I, I don't think so. After almost 70 years, Swedish furniture giant Ikea is getting rid of its catalog. No! (laughs) I didn't even know they had a catalog. The company will no longer produce print and digital versions of the book they announced on Monday. Uh, It's been touted in the past as the most widely distributed publication in the world, and more copies of the catalog are printed each year than the Bible. Ikea's decision to scrap the catalog didn't come lightly. The company said they collected extensive customer feedback and decided to focus on their online store instead. IKEA has seen a significant shift in consumer behavior thanks to the digital boom. In 2019, its online retail sales grew 45% worldwide. Fewer people are using the catalog because of changing media consumption,
2: according to the report if you uh, want to test the strength of the relationship you have with your significant other go make an IKEA purchase and try to put that bad boy together uh, oh you're <laughs> such a girl no it's one of the few things I've
0: won it's one of the few things I've won really no IKEA purchase are allowed I've I've long wanted to
1: work for IKEA and I've wanted to be the guy that packages up the kits because I thought it would be hilarious to grab just a few extra spare parts from something else
4: toss them in the box yep just just to drive people crazy what's this what the
2: bleep is this
4: oddly oddly enough when i put things together from ikea i usually
2: have spare parts when i'm done about 10 years ago we we purchased a home entertainment center from ikea whoopsie and uh that was on a saturday morning by sunday night uh, I needed to leave the house for a couple of
0: days. Oh, I will. I will not allow the products in my house. They're. 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 They're the work of Lucifer. <laughs> wow, that seems a little harsh.
1: Beelzebub, Joe. I once got a. Uh, I bought a, a mini bike, a Yamaha TTR 125 big wheel from a buddy in Los Angeles, and he took it all apart packaged it up in five or six different boxes, and sent it to me UPS. Wow. And I just, it was the funnest day of my life. I just sat in the <laughs> shop, just, uh, you know, I spread everything out and just started putting it together. It was a right. blast. You
2: guys, I just had an idea. You know what we should do? We should order something from Ikea and have it shipped to Royce's house. Oh, God. Well, well he wouldn't well, make Royce. any
0: attempt to put it together. No,
2: he wouldn't try. But we, we
1: need to do it with Matthew because he would... Uh, he would jump he into would. this yeah. Yeah. he probably
0: could do it successfully well <laughs> and that's where the
1: fun lays uh, making the bets yeah. Johnny thank you yeah uh, you
0: bet we shall uh we shall return which one takes me back? you cannot stop
1: him he'll just make In a move of how it's going put think I crack the code. I know now. who dis? Dawson Hollow baby I kick was it thinking that the sky might fall. all right get rid of that crap uh, <laughs> guns 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 the more you shoot the better you feel the better you feel the happier you'll be and that's where DK mags comes into play I went on a long long pheasant walk on Sunday did not get to pull the trigger on my grandpappy's old 20-gauge, 3-inch mag pump. So as soon as I got back to the shop, I cut up some cardboard for recycling with 223 rounds. And then that made the old traffic daddy happy. But then I started thinking about cutting down some trees and then thought, "Mm, maybe a 308 would be better for that. So off to DKMags.com, I went and logging onto the website, that's not something you're going to do if you only have a minute or two, because you're going to find every kind of firearm accessory and goodie you can possibly imagine, including, as I did, some you didn't even know existed, but you now desperately need. Which reminds me, GLers, here comes Merry Christmas, and I know there's something in stock at the store or on the website, the store Old 8 up in New Brighton that you or a loved one would love to unwrap come Christmas morning. Hunting, protection, sport, ammo, sound advice, shooting class recommendations. You'll get it all and more from the GLers at dkmags.com on Old Eight in
0: New Brighton. More on Chuck Yeager, who we lost at the age of 97. This is from uh, Tim. He enlisted in the U.S. Army Air Force as a private, excuse me, Perfect. In September of 1941, because he lacked the education for flight training. However, the outbreak of World War II generated a greater need for pilots, and Jaeger was accepted into flight training because he had 2010 vision. It did not start out well for Jaeger. He was grounded for a week after hitting a tree in a farmer's field while flying a P-39 on a training flight. <laughs> During his first combat tour, he named his P-51 Glamorous Glennis after his girlfriend, Glennis Dickhouse, who we married after the war. Yes, no, that's her no, real name. No, yes, no, stop it. it. Stop it. That's, no, that's, that's, his, that's her name. <laughs> that's, that's my new radio name. Actually, right I now. stopped
2: there once on a snowmobiling trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please. Oh,
2: sorry.
0: Jaeger was shot down over France in March 1944 during his eighth mission. He was rescued by the French resistance and stayed with them for two months building bombs using techniques his father had taught him. Although there was a rule against downed pilots <laughs> returning to combat because of fears they might expose the resistance, quiet in the event they fell in enemy hands, Jaeger personally convinced General Eisenhower to let him back into combat. On October 12, 1944, he became an ace in a day by shooting down three Luftwaffe aircraft and causing a mid-air collision between two others by rolling in behind them. Wow. Jaeger Jaeger got the nod to attempt to break the sound barrier in Bell Aircraft's X-1 because Bell's own test pilot, Slick Goodland, wanted his employer to pay him $150,000 to do it. Two days before he was scheduled to fly the X-1, Yeager fell off a horse and broke his ribs, fearing the flight surgeon would ground him, as I mentioned before. He found a local veterinarian who taped him up. On October 14, 1947, he became the first human to break the sound barrier on a flight over the Mojave Desert his supersonic bell x1 aircraft was also nicknamed glamorous glennis for his wife uh, glennis
2: dickhouse right <laughs> stop it <laughs> I believe uh the family uh owned a chain of uh no stores. chris no I don't I don't I don't think they did.
0: I don't I wonder if that. anybody
1: asked him and this is not a joke this is not a setup. I wonder if anybody asked him how he felt about setting those records uh on a rocket based on uh what was his name von Berner, uh Werner von
4: Braun
0: Werner von Nazi- Braun
1: yeah, the Nazi rocket scientists
0: Who came to work for the
4: Americans. I was going to say, right. the, whole, the whole program. <laughs> right. Came came from from well, all also. Germans,
2: yeah. yeah. In right. fact, uh, to commemorate this feat, I here believe, John, the Commodores, uh, didn't they write a song about her <laughs> back Jesus. in the late 70s? <laughs> Jesus. You know, oh. what is let me tell you? you I'm on fire today. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> Are we
1: talking a split level or a rambler or just a cabin?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Well, I'm going to bring you all down.
1: Bring you all down. Oh, bring oh,
0: all oh. Down. oh good. Oh, at least one person has died and 200 others have been hospitalized due to an unidentified illness in the southern Indian state of Andhra Pradesh. Yeah. The illness was detected Saturday evening in Iluru, an ancient city famous for its hand-woven products. Since then, patients have experienced symptoms ranging from nausea and anxiety to loss of consciousness, doctors said. A 45-year-old man who was hospitalized with symptoms similar to epilepsy and nausea died Sunday evening. Officials are trying to determine the cause of the illness. So far, water samples from impacted areas have not shown any signs of contamination. And the chief minister's office said people, are not, link- people not linked to the municipal water supply have also fallen ill. The patients are of different ages and have tested negative for COVID-19 and other viral diseases such as dengue, chikungunya, or herpes. An expert team deputed by the federal government reached the city to investigate the sudden illness Monday. State Chief Minister Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy visited a government hospital and met patients who were ill. Uh, Opposition Leader N. Chandra Babu Nadu demanded on Twitter an impartial, full-fledged inquiry into the incident. Andhra Padresh State is among those worst hit by COVID-19, with over 800,000 detected cases. Uh, Does it remind you of anything? Yeah, it does, but none of those people had the COVID,
1: right? Did you read that part? Yeah. Um, They were all tested, and none of them had the COVID. Yeah, it did, and it's very alarming, and... I thought we ought to save that one and put it up on the bulletin board because uh, I was wondering if this is going to be the start of the next big thing.
0: I mean, who's their neighbor? Yep, you're right. Uh, China. I offer no evidence, obviously, of anything except here we go again. All right. Yeah. And 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 in a world where you're only an airplane flight away from a different world, anything can happen. Yeah. So here they are in India falling to this mysterious, mysterious illness. I,
2: I have a question because you just brought up the airplane. And, and I know we have a, a, a co-worker here who has a vested interest in the airline staying open. But why has that not come under any scrutiny with, with the lockdown? That, uh, what you do, you, know, this what pers- do you mean? Well, 300 random strangers can get on an airplane together and fly to Vegas or fly to Orlando right now. But my not, my kids not, can't go to school with 30 other people that they see every single day.
0: Well, not really. Uh, I believe all airlines are requiring that you be tested. Uh, they all have seating uh, distancing requirements.
2: Well, not all no, of them. they don't. I
1: thought don't. they did. No, I thought they no, did. No, I I don't think
2: American is doing it. Well, let's not urge the airlines to shut down. No, cause. I'm just asking a question because you know. Oh, that's a great question. That, that's what I don't understand. Is there's just these rules that don't seem to make any sense. Mm-hmm. They
1: say, and I read recently that the purest air there is is the recycled air on an airplane because it's
0: recycled so frequently hmm. my new son-in-law is a pilot and he said you're the safest you're ever going to be is in an airplane
2: okay yeah yeah
1: but still yeah. Um, weighing in your factor chris is is what we know about the effectiveness of masks you know
2: right okay so yeah
0: a golf ball through an open double door
1: wow i think it's a legitimate
0: question but let's uh julia writes hail the christmas light king
2: hail you hail you
0: how happy i was to hear dr scott jensen on gl yesterday our family lives in a rural west lake minnetonka area and scott is our family doctor i trust him wholeheartedly with our children's health and his compassionate common sense approach to medicine is unique to the world we live dr jensen emphasizes children's emotional stability before mandating masks and pushing them out of schools he cares deeply for his families. Thank you for having Senator Jensen and for pushing back with his bright, honest thoughts about COVID-19. He's a genuine GLer. Good luck, Julia. Nice.
1: Yeah. Well, you Carver folk really lucked out by getting him in uh, into office. Yeah. Well, good job, folks. No kidding.
0: Uh, Bill writes, at the beginning of your discussion today, meeting yesterday, about the doctor having his medical license taken away, I believe the article you were quoting indicated the subject was expressing his views at a Stop the Steal rally. Consider this stop steel, stop the steel is a pro-Trump movement. Consider also that this happened in notoriously left wing Oregon. Consider further that you have idiots out there like Keith Olbermann calling for the prosecution, conviction, and removal from society of Trump supporters, right-thinking media members, the head of the Justice Department, members of Congress, and even the most recently appointed Supreme Court Justice. Take a minute, 23 seconds, to witness this rant. He linked me to Keith Olbermann, and I listened to it. Basically, Keith Olbermann is calling for the elimination of about 73 million Americans.
2: Yeah. It's dangerous. It's a a shame, too, because I used to really enjoy his show on ESPN, but he's nuts.
0: Your further discussion with State Senator Dr. Scott Jensen and the scrutiny he has received was very enlightening, wasn't it? Given free reign, the radical left will not stop with simply destroying the livelihood of dissenters. There is no question they will go much further. We must continue pushing back. All hail and see you at the re education camp, Bill. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. And
1: we're wow. going to have to start making a, dist- a, dist- a distinction, Joe, when we talk about the left, because the left is clearly divided between the normal, semi irritating left that we can deal with <laughs> and tell them how wrong they are. And then there's the radical, militarized version of the far, far, far left, like Oberman, who just wants to see 70 million Americans gone. You
0: That'll
1: know, be the most interesting.
2: Start- Go ahead.
1: Well, we're going to have to start making a distinction here on
2: GL, almost yeah. like a threat category, with it, where it's color coded.
0: Well, I, I think I think that, uh, and Johnny might want to weigh in on this. I think this is going to be the most interesting dynamic of a, of a Biden administration. Will he hold the center as such as it is, or will he succumb to the more progressive wing of his party?
1: We all know what's going to happen. He won't be in that chair come April 1st. Give me a break. This is Kamala's presidency.
4: Kamala. What did I say? Kamala. You know what I, you know what I meant. It's I late. think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Kenny may be right, uh, which I think then would make the Democrats go off that left cliff, which which would be unfortunate. Uh, plus, a lot's going to matter on the Senate, too, what happens in Georgia. hmm to see who's controlling what
2: but won't that then end up resulting in a lot of people and we're already seeing it happen just abandoning the, the large cities and moving out to the likes of carver minnesota e- well either that or we're just
1: going to continue to have one fraudulent election after the other that's true, true.
4: that's
2: true i've
1: been looking at your guys's claims
4: here you're both nuts but that's okay just said, watch I, that
1: video I sent you. I want you to watch that video.
4: I will, and I, I, I did know about him because he testified in Georgia. Right,
1: and, and uh, they like I said, they won't let him do the forensic investigation.
2: Why won't they, by the way?
1: John, why won't they? <laughs> why isn't that allowed, it John? Just, because it's not needed. Right, I so don't first, even know what you're referring to. Oh, that video that I sent to you and Chris last oh, night, I also yeah. sent it to John.
0: Go yeah. ahead. Anyway. Uh, Spencer Grunhofer.
2: I've heard of him. Uh, he's mad, we, us. Uh, he's mad he at is,
0: us. He is. He's a little disappointed He's, in he's mad at you. GLers, stand down. Right. Don't show up. Stop going G-ellers. to GLers stand down the new meatloaf is not ready yet and apparently people are going there and banging their fists on the city desk saying i want my town ball meatloaf it's not ready yet but the belly burger is flying out the door, so be satisfied with that. That's that ground chuck and bacon. And you know all of the other delightful, delightful treats at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. The brats, the meat sticks, the tomahawk steaks, the thick-cut bacon, bacon, double-smoked ham, and on and on and on. It's just a, a, meat, a meat entertainment But please, GLers, don't continue to get me in trouble just because I've told you to go out there right. and get the new meatloaf. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Perhaps its announcement was premature. <laughs> but in any event, wow. in any event, you yellers, will you please stand down until further notice? I will give you a heads up when the new town ball meatloaf is on the shelves, but just relax. Fill your basket with other goods. I will let you know. When the new meatloaf is ready, you don't have to go in there drooling and sweating and dragging your hands across your mouth (laughs) looking for the new meatloaf. It's not ready yet. But everything else is, G- Gellers. This is the same tone that Suits uses for me off the
1: air when I go <laughs> off on some crazy rant. Yeah. It's, please, it's sa- same
0: tone. Please, please, Kenny. I'm, begging please. <laughs> I'm begging you. I'm begging you. That's Grunhoffers. It's on Highway 61. Where else? Right at the north end of downtown Hugo.
2: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Hey, uh, a big shout out to Ray and Welter Heating and Air Conditioning. They want to remind you to support your local restaurants. They're going through their hardest year imaginable and the holiday season is actually one of their busiest times and their doors are closed, but they are trying to save all the business that they can by offering up great takeout food. It'd be really nice if you could show your support if you can and order up some great food from some fantastic restaurants like, oh, I don't know, how about the Freehouse in Minneapolis, Brick and Bourbon in Maple Grove and in Stillwater. And Edina Grill over there in Edina. Also, uh, how about our friends at 30 Bales? I was just there on Saturday getting some takeout food for my crew, uh 30bills.com yes sir how
1: long does that that's got to be like a 45 minute drive for you reavers from From my carver no 15
2: 15 20 minutes at the moment well if i take the direct route kenny if i take the reavers route which is the long way no about 15 minutes 15 20 minutes you know
1: what reavers let's play a little game with joe that uh we like playing off the air and now the glers are starting to play it with joe uh on twitter joe for a million dollars, get me to thirty bales from uh, let's say uh, Fort Snelling. Fort Snelling to thirty bales.
0: Joe, go ahead. Easy. West on Crosstown. There we go. Yeah. North one sixty nine. There you go.
2: There you go. So far. To
0: Excelsior Boulevard. That a boy? Yeah. Exit one sixty nine and then go west. Of 169 mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. downtown Hopkins. It's right across the street from the Hopkins Center of the Arts. Look it's right, at right you. on. Uh, yeah. yeah yep. You, you got to do what I do because it's
1: on Main Street, right, Chris? Yep. Yes. That's the official. Yep. So just pick a stoplight and hang a right, go one block up to Main Street, take a left, and then just look for it. It's
2: yeah, right there. <laughs> you, you can, look you can for get it. Get Here's you what I usually do, by the way. Uh, you call as I'm leaving my house because from the, the close of the call, to picking it up, 20 minutes, the food's ready. That's how quick oh, that they turn uh, wow, orders perfect. around. They're fantastic. Uh, by the way, if you were a fan of the Big Ten subs, those are back at 30 bales. I had the short rib pot pie again. And how is that? It's amazing. And my wife is now addicted to the Paul Bunyan drummies. It's the rub that they use on those drummies. You get about six six orders of drummies with that that are just outstanding. Is that spicy? No, not at all. Not 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 at but all. It's a, it's a rub? Yeah. Hey okay now. Uh, To eat the skin? (laughs) Yes, yes, you do. I don't eat skin. (laughs) 30bales.com is the website. Give them a call and place your takeout order for you, for your entire family. And let's help out all of these restaurants. Anything that you can do would be greatly appreciated. And thanks once again to Ray and Welter Heating and Air Conditioning for sponsor our drive to support these great establishments. And if you have any heating needs this holiday season, check them out online at welterheating.com. Let's get back to these
1: drummies. Wait, okay, wait behind your back we're having fun with you on Twitter um, regarding Spotify and one GLer chimed in he goes "Uh, if Joe was going to do an ad for Spotify what it would sound like I don't know what Spotify is but if I (laughs) did uh, I'd definitely
0: use it (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> can we get back to these drummies yes go right ahead <laughs> if it, if i take the skin off i suppose i'm removing the flavorful seasoning they use
2: yeah you don't want to do that why would you remove the, the skin? i don't like
0: to eat chicken skin because <laughs> he's joe sushi that's why chris
1: Don't even ask yeah. uh, just
0: roll with the weird yep. here's what you're gonna do joe i'm gonna get that i'm gonna get the short rib pot pie but
2: they also in addition to the short rib pot pie they have the short rib tacos well. Yeah, that doesn't do oh, much for me. Oh, that, oh, that sounds good. good. Yeah. yeah, yes. Maybe I'm going to get takeout today.
0: <laughs> I feel like going upstairs and proposing it. I think you should. You well. Now that I know how to get there. Right,
2: there you go. <laughs> Big bang boom.
0: <laughs> now that I passed that test, vandals yeah. hits eighty nine year old A- vandal hits eighty nine year old Minneapolis woman's house for the ninth time. Come on. Police are investigating after a vandal broke the windows at an 89-year-old woman's home near Lake Nokomis Sunday night. The ninth incident at the woman's home since March. Wow! Police Department spokesperson John Elder said Francis Mosley's home was hit around 9.30 p.m. The suspect wore gloves and a mask and put tape over his license plate. Uh, Fox 9 first reported this story in early November after the 6th, 6th incident at Moseley's home. Since then, her house has been hit three more times, just after midnight on Thanksgiving, last Monday, and most recently on Sunday. Each time, the vandal, wearing a mask and nondescript clothing, approaches from the back of the house and breaks windows and runs. Moseley's grandson has taken steps to dissuade the vandal, including installing security cameras, lights, and an alarm, but the incidents have continued. Elder said officers were out talking to witnesses on Sunday night and investigating the crime scene. Police are continuing to ask neighbors to keep an eye out and to report any information regarding the recent incidents to Crime Stopper. Uh, there's gotta be more to this story than we know. Why would the same house be targeted nine times?
2: That's well, crazy.
0: It's got to be a mental thing, right, or is does she have adult children with whom this creep has a feud going or something I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying why would someone pick the same house nine
2: times or is it that this person's an easy target,
0: and why can't but, the grandson sit in the kitchen with a shotgun and blow this guy apart
1: well
2: you can't you no can't I know, just I know.
1: you can't do that and you no. can't recommend it but what I keep thinking, what would Paulie from The Sopranos, how would he handle <laughs> this? And i I got to believe the neighbors have got to come together, and they've got to figure out a way to watch for this. And when it goes down, this guy needs a good, I, I hate to recommend this, but this guy needs a good, solid down-home beating is what He's, he needs. Well, he needs a groin kicking, to say the least.
2: What neighborhood well, was he, this yeah. again, Joe?
1: Nokomis. It's, it's 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 awful of, isn't it on cedar down by Nacomas? it uh, we don't in the
0: 50 block
1: something we don't we it, don't
0: get her address
1: yeah i think it's uh, i think it's on cedar anyway it, yeah it's, it's 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 all right hood there's nothing wrong with that neighborhood but no this this needs to be taken into the hands of neighbors you you know and i guarantee you holding him for the police the police are going to take him to jail and he's going to be out in a matter of minutes you know and the lesson won't be learned and he'll be more angry he needs to be dissuaded in
0: a more primitive manner. Well, I'm, I'm, I can't be the only one uh, puzzled by this. I'm sure the police have uh, uh, sought a deeper reason for this. I'm sure they've questioned the, the uh, woman repeatedly uh, uh, trying to put this together because it just doesn't make a lot of sense that the same guy would attack the same house nine times.
2: And if this woman has family, why are you allowing her to remain there?
0: Well, she probably is healthy and loves living in her own home, but uh, but get I would out imagine, of there, move I would her out of
2: or something. I don't. I would know. imagine but this is devastating her.
1: This isn't the result of a bad neighborhood, Chris, or a, a bad neighbor. This is somebody with the insanity issues. You know, this one. Yeah, in the, yeah. This isn't random, done by a bunch of different people. This is one guy, and this one guy needs to be dealt with. And my opinion is that he'll be in and out of jail within three hours. It's not going to, and he's just going to be
0: more PO'd when he gets out. It seems to me that neighbors could certainly put together a very doable watch system with each one's, everybody taking a turn.
4: They did actually, from what I'm reading, Joe. Yeah. uh, People gathered on Monday night for a neighborhood watch meeting to talk about the attacks, coordinate, how to patrol that area. Uh, Sunshine Mosley is grateful for the effort. Uh, Mosley said, it's unclear why Francis is being targeted. Her son said police told him it's possibly a vendetta or racially motivated. So the neighborhood is, it looks like, uh, getting the, you know what? to watch it, the house. The bigger
1: picture here, Suge, we're now going back to vigilante justice, which mm-hmm. is the worst kind of justice there possibly is. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to resort to because we don't have enough police officers to deal with crime, and they can't sit there and do this. Yeah, and we're going to cut money from their budget. So we're going so to now we've got to arm down. the neighbors, and you know,
2: oh my God. Uh-huh. dkmags.com.
1: Send Bender down. The, no, send Lisa Bender down there with some flowers and unicorns and the uh, thought rainbows. police.
2: Or what, yeah. what did you call him, Joe? The the good <laughs> maybe, feelings. Maybe police? he just yeah. needs
0: a hug from Lisa <laughs> Bender. No hugging during COVID. That's right. <laughs> no hugging during COVID. All right, gang. Thank you. Hey, how are we doing? Good luck to you, Mrs. Mosley.
1: you leave, leave us on an angry note like that? <laughs> yeah.
2: What about well, this uh, day in history? What about all that other stuff?
0: The sun yeah. is shining. It's uh, gorgeous.
2: It's going to be 50 uh, tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow's going to be darn near 50. It's just lovely. Just
1: lovely. I think I can leave us on a positive note as we depart here. G Ellers. just let's all think of Chuck Yeager's girlfriend, Miss Dick
0: House. Wasn't his girlfriend, it was his wife. Right. He married Glennis.
2: Surprised uh, he didn't take her last name. Hey, up uh, maybe you missed out on your chance'd to, well, I'd love hey, to see you try to, I'd, I'd, love, I'd, love,
0: I'd love to see you I'd love to see you try to get away with that in front of Chuck Yeager. no I would oh, definitely not be doing yeah. that ooh, ooh. You, we, there wouldn't be much left of you
2: that's right ooh, hey ooh. download the PodMN app and you have a chance to win a garage logic flag what find more details podmn.com what 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 his name is Josh Arnold. Mister Money Talk is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic, and you should give Mister Money Talk a call today for a no cost forty eight minute financial consultation at nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. Straight talk is what you are going to get. Never sugar coated advice. Mister Money Talk, um, I was at Chick fil A just the other day, and I I like Chick fil A, but I noticed prices are going up. Can you explain why? Chick fil A is suing
3: along with uh, Target Boutique. The large chicken manufacturers, Pilgrim's Pride, Tyson's, and Sanderson Farms, for collusion and price-fixing. They claim that chicken producers have been reducing chicken production in order to boost prices. We'll see how that ends up. In the meantime, customers have been paying a lot more for chicken. You might have to still pay a little bit more for your chicken sandwich whether at Chick-fil-A or any of the other fast food restaurants. Fast food restaurants done extremely well in the government-mandated recession and shutdown. Companies like McDonald's continuing to move to new highs despite McDonald's being cut on a valuation call. In other news, Howard Stern signed a five-year contract, which has helped to boost Siri XM. Not a stock that I'd really want to go out and own, but Howard Stern has produced a lot of money for Siri going forward. Nike, a longtime favorite of mine. Got a very nice boost and price target increase to $165 a share. Nike is still a leader worldwide in, we'll say, athleisure. And we'll find out about more about the athleisure segment on Thursday when Lululemon reports their earnings. Uh, Nike definitely is going to be a beneficiary of any reduced China trade conflicts. Lastly, with positive news coming on vaccine, people are starting to look to the future and are picking up shares of favorite uh, casino companies, including... Caesars, Wynn Resorts, Las Vegas Sands, which also benefits from China and Penn National Gaming.
2: And that's the kind of sound advice and the focused approach, ladies and gentlemen, that you're going to get every time that you give Mr. Money Talk a call. Do it today for that free 48-minute consultation. Give Mr. Money Talk a call at 952-925-5608. Sound advice, never sugarcoated advice. Josh, thank you so much. We'll talk again in a couple of days. Thanks very much, Chris.